Katie from Yeah No Yeah. But you already knew that because you're about to listen to our show. But I wanted to pop in here to invite you to a super secret slumber party hosted on Patreon. For just $4 a month, you can get access to a bonus episode, Molly's notes, and other fun things. I don't actually know if we're offering anything else. I just wanted to say that. Bye. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. What do yeah. I, I don't. I've never. I. You. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That really. Oh, hey. Kind of grosses me out. That was so organic. Thank you. Hi, I'm Katie. And in the iconic words of Anna Nicole Smith, what you've heard is true. I am a bitch. Hi, I'm Molly, and those vicious rumors that Katie's been spreading about me that I spend my time at home lounging around in pants that have little sailboats all over them, it's completely true. <laughs> and I make no apologies for my appearance. Um, so, okay, so this episode, we're talking about gossip, specifically about blind items. Which, until our pals at Celebrity, uh, I'm sorry, Celebrity, at LA Not So Confidential, um, until Dr. Shiloh reached out and said, have you heard of this mm-hmm. called Blind Gossip? I had never heard of a blind item, but you had. So you explain what it is. So a blind item is in, it's like in a, it's like an excerpt in a gossip magazine. I remember seeing them a lot in Cosmo when I was younger, when I would read it in the checkout line. And it's basically... Gossip where there is no names attached to it. It gives scenarios about what's going on and you have to wonder who they're talking about. Right. Okay. So I found some on a, uh, on a site, a famous, a blog that's devoted solely to blind items run by a mysterious anonymous entertainment lawyer uh, who calls himself NT. The site itself is called Crazy Days and Nights. Uh, I found some blind, I- blind items on that site that I wanted to run past you and you tell me who you think they're about. Um, the former A plus, oh, sorry, the former A list singer and child porn king, serial sexual assaulter, uh, is naming names about the people he sold the now deceased one named singer to. Wait, so it's about R. Kelly? Yeah. But who is he talking about? <laughs> That's what we don't know. Ah. <laughs> so we're guessing that it's about R. Kelly and Aaliyah, but who he's naming names about. I had no idea that there was uh, that that was a thing that was speculated on that he had sold Aaliyah to. No, I didn't. I didn't so, know yeah. that either. So that's the gossip. Um, but and then uh, okay, so this one. <laughs> What really stumped me. This permanent A-list rapper has added money to the pot for whoever kills another rapper. And this is recent times? Yeah. So I looked this one up. I was like, who's beefing in the rap world? Admittedly, I'm not the most connected in that realm. May come as a right. <laughs> Um, But yeah, Takashi 6 9 it seems like someone's probably going to murder him. But uh, but because, you know, he did the whole thing where he squealed on he his squealed. former gang members who helped make him famous. Um, and then, like, I was just Googling, like, rap beefs and a bunch of stuff about, 
bunch of stuff came up about Drake. He annoys a lot of people, but I don't know. Who would bother to murder Drake? I can't imagine. I don't think it. I was thinking Birdman and Lil Wayne, but that's an old beef, perhaps. Yeah, I said I also read something about Lil Wayne and Jay-Z. Um, I don't know if Birdman, is he A-list? No. Yeah. I don't know. Birdman, don't come after us. We we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's that one was really uh that one was really interesting to me because I love how on the site it's like a lot of the stuff is kind of the typical celebrity gossip, like mm-hmm. you won't believe the sex these people had. Uh it was a little <laughs> It was a little bit unusual uh, or they they are getting divorced. And it's like, who cares? Like, why would I bother to guess about that? But then it's like spliced in with these things that are like someone is going to have someone else murdered. It's like, yeah, OK, it's like I don't know. About these, yeah, all of these seem to have uh, different weights to them. Um, they, there was one that was very obviously about the recent Natalie Woods documentary on HBO that went, don't believe the hype. Like many things to do with the death of this A-list actress, family members routinely go for the money rather than any sense of reality. Because in the movie, it's very, it's uh, Natalie Woods' daughter saying it totally wasn't uh, RJ, what's his name, Robert Wagner? She's like, it totally wasn't Robert Wagner who murdered her because it's widely mm-hmm. speculated that he was involved in her drowning death um, while they were on that boat with Christopher Walken. You know that whole story? I admittedly don't know anything about Natalie Wood. I have it okay. on my list of things to watch. So basically the short version is that Natalie Wood died in a drowning accident <clears throat> um, while she was there as she was uh, on a boat with her husband, uh, Robert Wagner, and Christopher Walken. She and Wagner had had a lot of marital difficulties. Uh, and then, and it's always been widely speculated. The captain of the boat has said that he's overheard some things. People around the boat uh-huh. said they heard a woman yelling. And it's always been speculated that, like, did Robert Wagner uh, murder her? There was something about someone overheard him saying to Christopher Walken, Are you trying to fuck my wife? Oh. Yeah, so it's this whole uh, widely speculated thing. And then this blind said, uh, in this particular case, it is about protecting inheritance more than anything else. So the blind is saying that because this HBO documentary comes from the perspective of like how, why do the tabloids keep rehashing this? There's no evidence that Wagner did this and he's been such a great, you know, uh, surrogate parent to Natalie Wood's children that she left behind. Um, but then this blind is like, uh-uh, it's all about the money now- and not about who committed murder. Truth. Yeah. And so that's why it's so, uh, this is, uh, that blinds <clears throat> are so, so interesting. Or those are the ones that I found the most interesting and like to speculate about. Um, so you and I have always loved gossip and have <laughs> we love bonded, gossip. bonded over gossip. Um, so tell me, tell me about some of your favorite juiciest pieces of gossip that you've come across in your life. I remember being, how old were we? Like 14 or 15. And this, this little rumor, this gossipy rumor floating around town was just like, so juicy, which was (laughs) that (laughs) 
that a there's a popcorn place, Dave and someone's popcorn. It's like sweet popcorns. Harry and, and David. Thank you, Harry and David's popcorns. And uh, a friend of mine worked there, but she she didn't start this rumor. But apparently, this popcorn franchise owner ran away, but basically kidnapped one of his 15 year old workers and Kate like, Oh, I'm, I'm revealing my source, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, she, she remembers working with the girl. And I remember when all of this, like, like, where were they? Where did he go? He hasn't come back. He's married with kids. He kidnapped this 15 year old, but are they lovers? And she was like, I remember, I remember working with that girl. And we all were like, who's this girl? It was just very exciting. Um, and she wasn't a girl that went to our school. She was like an out of towner. I don't, he did end up getting arrested later. Oh, so it was true. It wasn't just. It ended up. It ended up being true, but it was apparently a consensual kidnapping. Well, you can't consent <laughs> to being kidnapped, especially when you're 15. Yeah, they ran. They quote ran away together. That was the rumor about town, but really, he kidnapped her. My God. Crazy, and, right? Wow. And he. So was he Harry or David? No, he like, wasn't either. Oh, okay. I was going to say, he Harry just like David, owned a franchise of it. <laughs> for anyone listening, neither Harry nor David would ever do anything like that. They're no, awesome. God. And please keep buying their caramelized popcorn. It's just caramel popcorn. You can't caramelize <laughs> popcorn. Good Lord. Oh, I bet you can. <laughs> okay. So uh, I wanted to, uh, to justify, oh, actually, no, I want to talk about my favorite bit of gossip. So I grew up in uh, being homeschooled and going to church. And so as part of this religious community, and as anyone who's ever attended a church knows, especially a Southern Baptist church, like the one mm-hmm. I went to, churches have the best gossip. Why? <laughs> because there's, there are so many rules. There's so many rules to break. Right. Uh, there's so many opportunities for, um, and I honestly feel like, uh, looking back, this is some pop psychology. I don't have anything to back this up, but I strongly suspect that the added salaciousness of you being in a religious religious community, I think that makes the spicy things that you do that you're not supposed to do sexually uh, even spicier. Mm, if I had to guess. Yes. So so. Uh, there is this woman whose name is absurd. Um, I'm, I don't want to give her real name, but it was something, it was honestly like Sue Sparkle, like something okay. really <laughs> over the top, like you're a cartoon character. Uh, she was married. She had two kids. She was very beautiful um, in kind of a, just a very, I don't know, Southern Baptist kind of way, just always very quaffed, always made up, just very like, she looked like a TV mom. And she did, in fact, aspire to be an actress. And at one point, she and she also just like loved the spotlight. She was always singing solos in choir. (laughs) And she would always really ham it up. She would always doing the eyes closed and swaying type of thing. Um, And she (laughs) did eventually land a role to be in a KFC commercial. I don't know where this was filmed. I don't know why KFC would film a commercial in a Maryland suburb. Right. But apparently they did, or I don't know. I don't know the details behind it. But she, I remember once she got behind the podium at church for like church announcements and was like, yes, it was me you saw serving fried chicken last <laughs> night. Only imagine it in like a more, 
Yes, that was me. She had more of like a southern twang. Um, so that was really funny. And then her, oh my God, her husband was just like classic DC area, khaki pants, really boring, really uh, kind of like a John Edwards vibe, I want to say. Mm-hmm. My mom always remembered that he like could never remember my mom's name. He would kept like <laughs> saying like, oh, we haven't met. Because my mom is, you know, five feet tall, uh, plump. She, he, she's just not someone who registered with this man, <laughs> with this uh, John Edwards type character. And one day, Sue Sparkle, it was revealed, had left him to shack up with a bag boy from their <laughs> local grocery store. Yeah, Sue Ooh, Sparkle. Oh, juicy. Banging a bag boy. And they had two kids who were both weird. I have up. to I have to interrupt to tell you this. Your microphone, when you move, it keeps slapping against your collar oh, of your let me take star my shirt you're wearing. Okay. Folks, she's undressing in front of me. Okay. Uh, Katie has informed me <laughs> that my microphone was slapping against the collar of my shirt. I have removed it. And, <laughs> and she's nude. Get, look, this is... I've removed the shirt. I've removed all my clothes. Hopefully, we're ready. Uh, we'll be disaster. We'll be disaster free moving forward. So okay. So, uh, I love. I loved that story so much. It made me so happy, and I was also very happy to find out that there was a study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology in mm-hmm. 2012 that came from the University of California, Berkeley, that suggested that rumor mongering can have positive outcomes such as helping us police bad behavior, preventing exploitation, and lowering stress. I love to gossip, and I do think it helps me with my stress. From This was in published in uh, Science Daily. Uh, The study found that gossip can be therapeutic. Volunteers' Mm. heart rates increased when they witnessed someone behaving badly. But this increase was tempered when they were able to pass on the information to alert others. Yes. So, um, uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think that that is like that's something that's come up a lot with um, the whole social distancing thing is like people being publicly shamed for not doing what they're supposed to. (laughs) But um, but really, like, that is one of the ways to. Uh, temper people's um, need to run wild and do whatever the hell they want is this you know they don't want to be talked about and they don't want to be scrutinized yeah. I'm not saying that gossip is great obviously we all get a little too into it I know that I've participated in gossip where I realized later that the things that I was speculating on were totally baseless and could have been very hurtful to the other people involved and I, you know I don't love that but at the but that's I think why I like celebrity gossip so much. Yeah, it's like I don't know these people. I love gossip yeah. about people I don't know at all. If I talk to a friend, I was I had a yeah. video chat with someone in Austin, and I said, "Tell me everything going on in your life, even about people I don't know," and because that's what I want to know. Yeah. I don't have really anything yeah. fun going on, so I just like to hear everyone else's shit, and I love to drool over it. Yeah, friends of friends. Oh, that's the gossip. That that's I hear about. the spice of life, babe. 
<laughs> yeah. um, that kind of doesn't work for the it relieves stress thing, but I don't know. It just it's such a good distraction. It is. Anyway, so unlike tabloids uh, that sort of publish the most outrageous headlines, like you know, uh, uh, Prince William is an alien from outer space. Um, a lot of stuff in blind items uh, is uh, often is proven correct. And uh, when a story comes out, sites like Crazy Days and Nights, the one I mentioned, those mm-hmm. blinds from, they'll then say, they'll update their blind and say, this has been revealed. This is who that blind was about. But Okay, so they'll eventually reveal who it is. Every blind? Not every blind. Some blinds have to be kept. Uh, oh, okay. Some blinds, it's, yeah. It's just, if the story ever comes out, then the person, Enti, the anonymous lawyer who runs Crazy Days and Nights, he'll goes say. Back and says, this is who that was about. Yeah. Ooh, I can't wait to find out who the rap murder is about. Well, I guess we'll find yeah. out when someone gets murdered. Yeah, no, then you'll know. <laughs> um, so, uh, there is a... Uh, I really liked that. I also really liked that. So people in Us Magazine are very boring because they want access to photographs of celebrities. And so they have to protect their sources. So they really can't uh, say too much um, uh, bad about the celebrities because they want to hang on to that celebrity access. Mm -hmm. So this is just the thing that I feel like blinds have over magazines and tabloids. That is so true Um, about, like, People magazine. They always have, like, we have the first pictures of Kim Kardashian's baby, and you can't see them anywhere else. They must love that access. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, NT lawyer, uh, uh, or I'll just call him NT. Um, So, he was one of the first people who started talking about Weinstein back in 2016. Mm. Uh, he was also one of the first to point the finger at people like Matt Lauer and Kevin Spacey. Um, uh, another, uh, Elaine Lee, who's behind Laney Gossip, another prominent gossip blog, um, points out that there was a piece uh, on Ashley Judd, one of Weinstein's mm-hmm. prominent accusers, uh, in Vanity Fair in 2016. Um, where it just said, uh, it was like Ashley Judd and a studio mogul. So Vanity Fair was sort of trying to uh, trying to like do what blinds do, but they you know they didn't want to get sued. Right. Valentine obviously is a very powerful person, so they couldn't uh, they couldn't say who it was. But on places like Crazy Days and Night, there was already rampant speculation that it was Weinstein who was the uh, the problem. Um, here's a blind that Crazy Days and Nights put out about Weinstein. This A-list, mostly, movie actress sounds like she could be foreign-born, but actually isn't. She is an Academy Award winner and nominee who's been very fortunate in the past few years. Her career could have crashed and burned when she refused the legendary advances of this producer and mogul. He threatened to destroy her career, but she found a mentor who actually is not afraid to go to war with a mogul, and the mogul backed down. So, who do you think that is about? It says mostly A-list and could be foreign-born. Could sound foreign-born. Like maybe she's done a lot of accents. Oh. 
I'll give you a hint. Yeah, yeah. We did an episode about her. Gwen? Oh, Gwyneth? Correct. Our girl so, Gwen. Gwyneth Peltro had... Our girl Gwen. So Gwyneth uh, had signed up to do two movies with Weinstein mm. when he made a pass at her. Uh, I watched an interview where she talked about this on um, Howard Stern. So at the time, Gwyneth Paltrow was dating Brad Pitt, who actually got in Weinstein's face and told him to back off. Wow. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow said, it was so fantastic. He leveraged his fame and power to protect me at a time when I didn't have fame or that much power. Um, And she's sort of tearing up as she remembers it. Um, So I thought that was uh that was moving how i don't know this might be a question i'm shouting into the void so blind items obviously it makes sense that they would if they're speculating it's good not to use names obviously it protects you from getting sued but then you know all those like tabloid papers that literally will say like anna nicole smith gave birth to a bat do they not get sued or they don't care i actually did look into this because i knew you would ask me about it so from what I've understood, it's actually in the U.S. It's actually very hard to prove libel, oh. as I'm sure you've heard. So, um, in order to win a libel case, you have to show a that it isn't true, mm. and b that the person who wrote that about you, or the entity, the company, whatever, who published that about you, um, did harm to your uh, to your income or your ability to make. Got money. it. Okay. So. Why I've heard that, so it's twofold. So with something like, oh, Anna Nicole Smith has a third leg. It's like, it's so ridiculous. Like if you talk about it, it sort of gives it credibility. So it's easier to just ignore. Mm. The other thing is, if you say, I didn't cheat on my wife (laughs) with this person, it's like, okay, maybe you didn't with her, but did did you maybe with someone else? And if you get into a lawsuit, you're going to invite more scrutiny, which might reveal other things that you don't want revealed. And tabloids, as you might expect, put a huge amount of uh, money and resources into their legal <laughs> I'm teams. sure. That, so, okay, that makes sense. So if you want to go up against a tabloid, you have to really uh, have a good case. And most, I read a bunch of articles where entertainment lawyers and publicists said most of the time it's just not worth it to go out. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, so NT told the Daily Beast in an exclusive interview. So NT is anonymous, but he says, NT says that about five people in the industry, in the entertainment industry, actually know who he is. And he's talked to outlets like the Daily Beast and Vanity Fair, who have uh, independently confirmed that he is who he says he is. So on the condition of anonymity, he sent them information sort of sort of proving who he is. Uh, But yeah, he's, um, he also goes out of his way to keep his website domain private. So no one can find out, you know, where his Hmm. domain is based. He's a very mysterious, shadowy, interesting person. Um, But he told the Daily Beast, my site has always been about the underdog and the victims. The Daily Beast confirmed the entity's identity through other entertainment lawyers in the industry who spoke on the condition of anonymity. So approximately 20 people know who he actually is, and they support keeping his identity a secret. 
Um, another one that Crazy Days and Nights uh, broke that I thought was really interesting, or not broke, but was talking about before it was mainstream news, uh, was that cult Nexium. Do you know about them? Is that the, yeah, was the actress involved in that? Some blonde actress, Allison Mack? Right. Allison Mack. Very good. Okay. Um, so uh, it was about Allison Mack, who I thought was the most obscure person ever. She starred in Smallville. Anyone listening who doesn't recognize her name? Yeah. No, she's, she's in, in Smallville. Smallville. Her name um, is the same name from the Nickelodeon show, The Secret World of Allison Mack. So I don't know why. That's the only reason I remember her. Remember Allison Mack? She would turn into Sludge. Okay. Uh, I never, I didn't watch a lot of Only movies. real ones. I was not oh. allowed. As, yeah, as part of my um, uh, strict Southern Baptist upbringing, Nickelodeon was not allowed. Nickelodeon is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which is, yeah, no Nickelodeon, which is why I was so thirsty for gossip about the bloody adults <laughs> in my church. Um, which is why you should let your kids watch TV. <laughs> Um, so, so Nexium was this cult ran by a man named Keith Rainier, and he and Allison Mack were rec- arrested in 2018 for sex trafficking. But in 2012, Crazy Days and Nights listed this blind item. This actress is a B-list actress who has done movies and television. She was on a huge hit for an almost network. Wow. I don't know what okay. almost network means. Uh, okay. All, anyway, the actress ended up meeting this guy, and despite him already sleeping with several women each day, Nexium was kind of a, it was a sex cult that was basically, that was mm-hmm. at the core of their beliefs. Uh, she fell in love with him. Now she is one of the several women he sleeps with <laughs> every day. The problem is the guy just doesn't love women. He also loves oh. teens, as in underage tint teens as in 16 and 17 year old teens and the actress knows about it but refuses to leave him despite this um and then it goes on from there and then that was revealed 2018 six years later that's who they were talking about so i um so nexium was uh, a self-help course um and it's a lot like uh, scientology where they emphasize unlocking the psychological reasons behind your every little flaw uh, I thought it was interesting. He got, um, he was fined by the New York Attorney General office in the 1990s for running a pyramid scheme before he started his cult. But the cult was also like a pyramid scheme in that everyone was basically a slave and you had to recruit slaves under you to move up the Ugh, It's a combo of all the things we love to hate. Right. And like every cult, it turned out that the secret to self-improvement was fucking the weird nerd <laughs> who ran it. Yeah. I love how that art, that blind just repeated how often he has sex. Right. Yeah. Apparently he was, uh, he was a big pervert and he was very um, exclusively interested in very thin women. So a big part of the control that the cult exercised over its members was being really strict about how much you ate and uh eating more than you needed to was seen as one of these flaws that uh that you had because you weren't in control of yourself because you needed to be actualized blah 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 um so it was very much a cult of um anorexia and uh yeah being 
uh, being thin to to please a, a, be- a bearded weirdo. That's America. Also, also they insisted he insisted that the cult members call him Vanguard. <laughs> what a fucking nerd! And if that just doesn't, yeah, I should have just said that. Enough. I should have just cut to the. And sheets. the blind call for a B-list yeah. actress is very kind. That was something that was brought up in a lot of the comments under this, B-list. where where a lot of people would suggest it. I would say what she's is- more Z-list than anything. Yeah, she. Uh, so people were like, "It can't be Allison Mack. <laughs> she's not B-list." Zing. I guess it was you yeah. who said that. I've been commenting for years. Uh, I was really interested in this because I listened to a CBC podcast called mm. Uncovered that did a uh, that interviewed a former member of the cult called Sarah Edmondson, Um and she. Uh, this is a sidebar. Um, I just find it really interesting. Um, the part of being in the cult was you were branded with a symbol. And Sarah Edmondson says that branding is obviously very painful and terrifying. Uh, but uh, Edmondson said that when before they branded her, they said, "Oh, this symbol is the four elements uh, of the of the earth, and it's about how we as women." They also really milked, much mm. like other pyramid schemes, they really milked the female uh, yeah. empowerment angle. Um, and so. It, that's what the symbol is for but then she looked at it after mm-hmm. they branded her and said holy shit it's a k and an r keith <laughs> rainier the guy who runs the call yeah and that was her first big uh clue <laughs> this, this is going this, here this maybe you know this is yeah, stinky that this wasn't just <laughs> yeah maybe this cult isn't just about portion <laughs> control and self-improvement um okay also it was a blind that broke moving on from uh also okay i will say this some people act like it was crazy days and nights that broke the Hmm. story of nexium they did not like there was information out about it before i read this article in the ringer that made it sound like this was the this blind was the first hint anyone had had of Nexium, but Rick Allen Ross is a cult specialist who had been writing about them and getting into legal fights with them uh, back in like mm-hmm. two thousand and three. So, so it's not totally these blind items don't completely come, or at least the ones that turn out to be true, they're not totally coming right. out of nowhere. But they are uh, they are getting the story out there more than mainstream publications are willing to right. for legal reasons. So, quick here. Isn't Nexium um, so, like a heartburn medication? <laughs> it is. Well, just wanted yes, to yes. really once again tie it all together. <laughs> so okay, so I read an insider that they think that a theory behind the name is that Nexum. Uh, back in Roman times, ancient Rome. I just said, oh, please. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Back in, uh, back in those days, you could get a loan and uh, you could have a nexum, which is collateral where your body is collateral. And so if you don't repay the loan, then you're that person's Beautiful. 
And Keith yeah. loves slavery. Um, so that's the deal with the name. Also, it's spelled, oh God, a nerd thing. It's spelled, it's spelled N-E-X-I-V-N. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have to break it to you. Um, so, uh, also, Louis C.K. was also someone mm. who was gossiped about and kind of known about in the comedy world for forever before anybody said uh anything about it in the actual news uh gawker put out a blind item mm-hmm. in 2017 shortly before uh everything came to light um so uh i also nt said uh nt told vanity fair um what i always find hilarious uh is when celebrities apparently write to him about a blind uh, and they, uh, where they, uh, he says, I've had celebs write to me who think a blind is about them, but it isn't. And they end up giving me a blind. That is genius. So there is a thing where it is, uh, <laughs> he has a lot of, obviously people are worried about what right. he's saying. Like he does seem to have a lot of power and influence. Um, something I find really interesting is that uh, there's gossip within the blind gossip, within the blind community, right? Mm-hmm. There are these blogs like uh, Laney Gossip, I think, does this. Also, um, uh, the one that LA Not So Confidential sent us, Blind Gossip, Crazy Days and Nights. Those are most of the ones that I looked at, but there are a bunch out there. But there's gossip about those gossip sites <laughs> within the gossip It's very uh, meta, as a bunch of nerds would say. Yeah, very meta. Um, So this is the most interesting piece of gossip about that. There's this frequent commenter on the Crazy Days and Nights blog called Him with four M's, who supposedly has even more ties to Hollywood than Enti. Enti says that he's like hung out with Leonardo DiCaprio and, you know, from being an entertainment lawyer, he has all these connections. That's how he gets his sources. But him claims to be even better connected than uh, than Enti. And uh, him also, people have, I think him has confirmed this, um, that it's actually more than one person <laughs> writing under that pseudonym. I found this from a blog by someone by Arabella Flynn. Uh, him at one point posted that the account was started by four friends. One, a famous musician, one, a famous actor, and two lesser well-known creative types, and that the three of them used it to post comments. The writing seemed to bear this out. Uh, there are at least two people that have posted on the account, possibly three. And then she breaks down, like, what's okay. different, like, the different voices that seem to come out of the him account. Um, and he apparently knows who him is or who the collective of him is. Uh, in October of 2019, NT tweeted that one of the people who is a him oh. died. Uh, around 2012, New York Post ran a story about how there was a rumor that him was oh. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I don't. So apparently, this is just a rumor that huh. caught fire in the Crazy Days and Nights forums and comment section. 
Um, part of the idea behind that is that the him commenter is a big supporter of Mel Gibson, who's, uh, who's a big supporter of Mel Gibson, not many people, except Robert Downey Jr. Because back in 1990, back when Robert Downey Jr.'s drug problem right. was at its worst and uh, studios, studios didn't want to hire him or cast him, Gibson got him cast in a comedy action film called Air America and paid for his insurance. Um, and so because of that, Robert Downey Jr. has always been a very vocal supporter of Mel Gibson. So people now are like, oh. I don't know if that's the only reason Robert Downey Jr. was supposed to be him, but um, but that's that's one of the ideas I came across. But Robert Downey Jr.'s publicist issued mm. an outright denial and in this New York Post article, they fact-checked some of NT's claims, including that Gawker Media had tried to buy Crazy Days and Nights. Uh, Gawker Media uh, says, um, uh, apparently the CEO of Gawker Media, Nick Denton, told the New York Post that, Post that that was totally not true and they had never offered to buy Crazy Days and Nights. Um, and then... <laughs> Blind Gossip, another gossip site, said that they would no longer be posting Crazy Days and Nights blinds because they had been revealed to oh. be uh, a liar and uh, that they were just, yeah. Gossip within the gossip world. It's what keeps gossip the world spinning. So that was a, yeah. So that was a bit of a deep dive. dive. So back let's, to the let's surface. Come back up for air and talk <laughs> back to the surface to talk about. So some of the blind, I I do like that blinds are kind of getting stories out about people of this gross wrongdoing among celebrities, but then there are some, for some reason, they seem to really have it mm. out for certain celebrities for reasons that I cannot understand. And one of those is Meghan right. Markle. Gossip sites <laughs> lose their shit over her. Like they... I, I just like the comments on blinds that are so on blind gossip, there'll be a blind where it'll be a story where all the names are removed, but little hints like this is about a Royal or this is about a, um, uh, some, someone who's uh, known for having an alliterative <laughs> first, you know, an alliter alliterative name. That's hard to say. Uh, Meghan Markle, obviously. Uh, double M's. Um, in case anyone out there doesn't know what alliteration our is, know. I know I'm. Yeah, our listeners know. So okay, so on blind gossip, my God, the stories about Meghan Markle are the, the people get so mad about them, and there's so little revealed. I remember when Meghan Markle first hit the scene as uh, Prince Harry's fiance. It seemed like they were going down. In our Princess Diana episode, we talked about how the British tabloids love to right. pit Princess Diana and Fergie against each other. And like, oh, Princess Diana is thinner and prettier, but Fergie is sort of more on the in crowd with the royals and is more liked. And Princess Diana is so lonely, but Fergie's <laughs> so fat. Um, and it really, <laughs> and we talked in the episode about how that really did impact what was originally a solid relationship between them, the tabloids did actually sort of form a rift between the two. And it seemed like they were trying to do the same thing with Meghan Markle and Kate Middleton, where they would like publish a picture of Meghan Markle and Kate Middleton. And one of them is looking off to the side. And then they're like, is Meghan Markle plotting to kill Kate Middleton? 
look at her face in this picture. Um, but now, so, you know, uh, Harry and Meghan, I don't know if you caught this, but they announced in 2018 that they were going to step yes, down I from heard. official royal duties. So, uh, and then the royal, ha- the royal house, what are they called? The royals issued a statement saying, well, we'll see. You know, they say they want to do that, but basically saying, like, it's not up to them. Whatever. It, they obviously got their way. And uh, they ca- now they're calling that move in gossip sites. They oh, call God. It Megxit. Because it was all... Apparently, it was all everyone knows oh, right. now that this was all Megan's idea, and she's a disgrace. <laughs> well, anytime a woman, royal. you know, leads a man astray, it's it's Yoko Town. People lose their minds. Um, so obviously, they're no longer part of the royals, so they have to pursue a different income stream. They must I'm be sure fine. They have money. I don't know why people are. So there was a blind gossip. A piece saying that Meghan Markle was trying to keep pictures of her baby uh, Archie away from the press because she wanted to monetize his image. Uh, this month, Meghan and Harry did announce that they were starting a nonprofit called Archwell, named after baby Archie. And Blind Gossip said, Aha! That's why she didn't want pictures taken of him because she wants to use his pictures to promote their nonprofit. We're <laughs> on to what? And it's just like, so yeah you're on to what i can't and then people in the comments are just like oh my god i knew it i can't stand her how dare she not immediately produce pictures of her friggin infant for the public and it's like okay let's say that's true let's say that she in her big big business brain did say like i'm gonna not publish photos of my baby uh because i do want it for to Who cares? What's wrong with that? Like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> like, I don't. Get I it. don't get it. I don't. And then there's this other. There was this other piece that was like revealed. Like this is definitely true. Where it was like, uh, per, Prince Harry cannot be oh, father God. of Archie because because there was this incident where he was horsing around with his friends and he was drunk. And he fell asleep, and as a prank, they tied a rubber band around one of his testicles, uh, which made him. I don't think that that's how that works. So, well, that is how they. Well, around one of his, you could still have the other testicle. I could be remembering. Also, like, talk to any masochist who's had fucking shit up into their balls. I think that they have had kids. I'm just saying it's it's I'm I'm debunking this rumor. Uh, This is this is (laughs) this is a blind that Katie just said the person she's talking about that likes to have and I quote (laughs) shit up into their balls is actually a member of the New York. We can't we can't we can't reveal. We can't reveal, but it's it's okay. It's Andrew (laughs) Cuomo. We'll just admit it. Um, so yeah, so okay, so he can't possibly be, be the father. Mm-hmm. So, who is the real father? It's Prince Andrew, that pervert oh, who is God. Jeffrey Epstein's friend. Also, something I thought about when that announcement came like they're gonna distance themselves from the royals, I could be wrong, but I think that that was shortly after all that stuff about 
Prince, uh, Prince yeah, Andrew. Yeah, that's his name. Prince Andrew, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein, where he gave that devastatingly stupid uh, interview saying that he mm-hmm. doesn't regret being friends with Jeffrey Epstein. I was like, maybe could that? Maybe they were like, you know, Uncle Andrew's it? pretty weird. It's time to uh, dis- distance a little. Maybe we're tired of keeping secret, of like living in this secretive little cloister of uh, secret perverts. That's like maybe that's want. not the atmosphere we want to. Maybe that's not what we want for our weird little <laughs> redheaded children. Let's get out of here. So that I really don't like, and I really don't get, and I don't know why there's all this commotion about Meghan Markle. And I think that it's uh, it's very unhealthy how much people. Um, feel like they know about what's necessary for the royals <laughs> like people seem to still be very committed to that idea that they need to be invested in royalty and it's like do, do you not know that that's a reality show mm-hmm. paid for by british tax dollars i don't know so okay so katie i brought up uh andrew cuomo very oh. pertinent uh, his brother, so people outside of New York might not know, um, you probably, you've all heard about Governor um, Andrew Cuomo in the news, because he's a governor of New York, and he's been kind mm-hmm. of on top of this whole, uh, this whole situation. What's your impression of Andrew Cuomo? I think Cuomo he's done, like, a good job, but I, it's, I would never uh, glorify a politician, personally. No. No, it's unwise. So his brother, his brother Andrew Cuomo, Cuomo, is a news anchor. That Andrew, his brother is Chris. He broke up. Right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So his brother, Chris Cuomo, is yeah. a news anchor. I forget where. Um, but he famously came down with COVID-19. Uh, so he's been uh, sequestered, <laughs> or not sequestered, what's the word? Quarantined. <laughs> In his, uh, he's been filibustered, I believe, in his basement where he uh, obviously has to be away from his family. And there was all this stuff. They made a big deal about him coming out of the basement. Oh, he's finally allowed. Um, and then it was, but then all these gossip sites are like, actually, he was photographed, he was seen visiting his neighbor, like while he was supposed to be in quarantine. This is bullshit. Um, also, Andrew Cuomo has, uh, sorry, Chris Cuomo has a negative reputation in New York because of a story from a couple years ago where he, uh, someone, he was filmed having a very angry confrontation with a stranger. And the stranger had apparently called him Freddo. And Freddo, in this context, is an insult because in The Godfather, the Cuomos, if you didn't know, are Italian American. And uh, and mm. also they've been in politics for a while. Mario Cuomo was a governor, was their dad, and he was governor before Andrew was. Um, obviously, they weren't <laughs> governor at the same time. Um, but but yeah. So uh, so Fredo in The Godfather is the weaker, more pathetic son. Who uh, like what? What are the stereotypes just like about Fredo? He's just yeah. Like I think dumber, it was just more like more... he's just the weaker brother, the weaker link, not tough. Not macho. Right. Right. So uh, so it's filmed Chris Cuomo being like, that's a slur. Uh, that, Fredo, meaning Fredo. He's like, that's, an, that's a slur against Italians. That's on par with the N-word. And blah, blah, blah. I'll wreck <laughs> your shit. 
uh, basically threatening to beat this guy up. And so there was all this hullabaloo over, like, right. is Freddo a slur? And so I tried to figure out, I don't see, I haven't at least, I've talked to you and I've heard other Italian-Americans say, like, no, it doesn't mean anything. It's a name. Yeah. It's just a movie reference. And obviously, a movie yeah. reference that cuts him pretty deep for him to have that reaction. So, okay. So there's been a blind on Crazy Days and Crazy Nights that <laughs> this A-list TV news personality you all know has been using a secret Twitter account lately to rage at other journalists oh, who have been God. covering him negatively. No, it makes so sense. that's not really surprising. Um, that wasn't surprise. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, but then there was this other, mm. in my opinion, much more devastating news item. Um, he was at a. Uh, this is from Blind Gossip. That goes. Uh, he was at a swank party in the Hamptons. He met another guest at the party, and the two of them started talking about their children. The guest, who is the mother of a special needs child, suggested mm. that TV guy do some sort of special segment on his show about children with special needs. TV guys seemed receptive to the idea. They exchanged email addresses. A week or two later, guest emailed TV guy to follow up on her suggestion. She received a response, just not the one she was expecting. So basically, the blind is saying mm. that TV guy uh, forwarded her email to someone else, uh, but didn't know that he had accidentally copied uh. her and said... Check this out. This hag thinks I should do a oh, that's on her kid. Oh, God. I don't know. And the reason... So everyone is saying, this is Chris Cuomo. Everyone in the comments are like, Chris Cuomo, it's Chris Cuomo, it's Chris Cuomo. I think that that totally is in keeping with how... Yeah, no, I mean, it, me it sounds like it could be true. I, I mean, who... Him. What other TV guy would anyone even want to talk about right now? Right? And that's why you heard it on Yano. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely true. God, to someone writing a sentence like that, using those words, it just sounds like something you'd learn about in Full House. They'd be like, Stephanie, you can't use the words hag and the R word. And this is why. <laughs> it's just like so stupid. <laughs> yeah. What an asshole. What a loser. Yeah. What a Fredo. Yeah. So, yeah, what a Fredo. Uh, it really, yeah, it's, it's not, it wouldn't be that surprising, which is why I think it, why I lean toward it being true. But so, yeah, so that's, uh, that's blinds. That's, that's blinds. People. Ooh, we should write blinds about each other. We'll post that Ooh, on our Patreon. Yeah, blind about me. But I would always reveal that it was Yeah, that is true. I <laughs> and I would hide very far away from anything about me. Yeah, I think out of the two of us, you would be, you're much more uh, someone who had to have blinds written about them. Katie's full, full of, of them. secrets, everyone. I, uh, a lot of salacious things have gone on in my life, but I'm saving them for my memoirs. Yeah. Um, another stereotype about uh, Italian Americans is that they're very. Is that true or is that just about me? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just about you, but I use Yeah, she did ask me if I thought Fredo was uh, a slur, <laughs> and I said, not to this Italian-American. Well. No, I know. Okay, I no, it's Google not. It, it's, I've literally like... never, 
ever heard that. And like there are plenty of slurs. Oh God, of course. For your people. Let's list them now. <laughs> that I can't say. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna say so. Hit us with a couple. Um. Yeah, I remember once you told me that the tank top you gave your grandfather, uh-huh. you called it a guinea tea. Yeah, like, okay, you'd call it a tank top. It. I was gonna say, and that's where we, beater, which is all I feel. Uh, wasps call it wife beater. No, wasps can't call it wife beaters. <laughs> yeah. We do behind clothes. Oh my doors. god, so funny! I've just always been calling it guinea teas without considering. I actually don't know why that Honestly, is. Honestly, I don't know either. I think it's one of those yeah, ones where I don't think and just do I don't know. I mean no harm when I give my grandfather a guinea tea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um is there anything that uh is there anything that you've kept secret in your life where now you look back and you're like I didn't need to keep that a secret? Is there any big secret that you want to reveal the truth about right now? No, but I was talking to um, a girl I went to high school with and randomly on Instagram, we like connected again and we were talking about um, all the female teachers we found hot and how we should have and like how we should have a <laughs> like a, a reunion instead of our 10 year reunion, like only for queer people. And then we listed all the people we thought were maybe mm-hmm. gay or queer. And I found that very fun. And, and then we both said, ah, oh, wouldn't it have been fun to all enjoy each other in our youth? Why did we have to feel so secretive and weird? No, like enjoy say to each other, teachers? like, I think that teacher is hot. You know, like it was just these little, little weird little secrets that we, we oh, hide. But no, I don't have anything I regretted keeping secret. I think secrets should remain that way. Yeah, I only have regrets about things that I have. Oh, really? My big mouth shut about. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not secretive. Yeah. yeah. And I got, God, I wish no, you would be sometimes. No, no, no. no. I'm very. <laughs> yeah. I have to yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Anyway. Um, so yeah, apparently Chris Cuomo goes after journalists who talk about him. So that's something I <laughs> oh, no. for this episode. I'm gonna tag him when I post this on Twitter. <laughs> Come and get us, Fredo. I'm tired of us not having beef with anyone. We'll have meatballs with someone. I'm gonna publish I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna publish a blind on crazy days and crazy nights, like this podcast <laughs> added money to the pot to have Chris Cuomo slap 